Bang Tango were your label mates, weren't they? Was it Bang Tango? Yeah, I think so. And and uh, King Crimson was King, on that's the label. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they had a couple of they had a couple of acts. Yeah, and they did good with you guys. I think they did good with us. I mean, he really promoted it. He put a lot of ads in the magazines because you know there's no social media back then. No, that's what it was. I that was the thing. Yeah. Full page ad in the magazine in Kerrang, dude. That's yeah. the way. We re-recorded the demo. We put that out for free in a magazine offer. If anyone mailed in, they'd get a free demo mailed back to them. Or, you know, uh, so he did a lot that in, in that regard. But um, and we did we recorded uh, down on Melrose. I forget what the name of the studio was, but uh, John Cunaberti was our producer. American. Um, and he did... Uh, American. Ray a- Parker Jr. on the studio. Okay. Right on Melrose? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's American. It was okay. Ray Parker Jr. from Ghostbusters. Yeah. Because we did some stuff there, and it's right on Melrose. Well, I know one thing. Phil would know, because that dude never forgets anything. No, of course. <laughs> but He's like me. Uh, you know, uh, we're like, oh, John Converti, oh, he did Joe Satriani. Right. I mean, shit. So then uh, we came back to San Francisco, did the leads and uh, the vocals there. And... Um, and uh, it was a different experience. It was like we're kids and we're like, you know, I'm driving a piece of shit Vega. I remember I had to leave I it loved out your there. Vega. Yeah. I loved your Vega. Like Vega wagon. Yeah, the wagon. That <laughs> was great. It was great. I remember it fucking broke down out there and I just got it started, drove it to San Mateo and it broke down again. I was like, ah, fuck it. Took the license plates, took the registrations and left the fucking thing. Remember Dean? Remember the car at ASI? Was it a gremlin? that yeah, caught on like, fire and we we just it stayed in the parking lot of the job that we were talking about and i think didn't we all beat it with a bat and smash the windows in and they never removed yeah. it we caught it on fire we're in the parking lot of our job doing this shit yeah. in 1986 at the oakland army base yes the oakland army base so i mean we were just we were we were cool. who did you tour with sean on eternal nightmare did you guys go so our first tour was a testament uh-huh and uh that was an awesome tour. I mean, everywhere we went, it was packed, and it was just a great experience. Um, I remember we were in D- uh, D.C., and something, I forget who was not feeling well, so Testament didn't get to play. So we played um, we played Eternal Nightmare twice. Really? <laughs> yeah. And there was like a fucking line, people going up onto the stage, out in the crowd. And, you know, it was like a continuous like a really like like a, like a ride, like yeah. a fucking carnival uh, ride that you get back in line after you got yeah. off, and you get back on again. What was that club? It was like nine nine thirty club nine thirty club nine thirty yeah. club. Yeah. Yep, yep. So uh, we did that tour of Testament. And we were like, oh man, we're feeling great. You know, everybody's fucking loving us. It's packed. We're getting great response. And you know, Testament's doing great. And and then we went out with Voivod, and um, it was like, oh. Well, this isn't as great as Testament was, as much as we love Voivod. Yeah, stuff, right, but right, right. They weren't drawing crowds like Testament. Right, right. We're here thinking, ah, oh, we're drawing the crowds. Yeah, look how great we are. And it's like, yeah. You know. Yeah, you, for reality sets in a little bit. <laughs> you suddenly, Remember, you're just the opening you're act. Like this, Remember that. And then you're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the business. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we had fun and we did the tour. And um, then uh, I was sitting at home. We had written Oppressing the Masses. We submitted everything to Mechanics Records. Uh, I get a call from Steve Sinclair. Yeah, you know, uh, I got your lyrics. You know, I really like the lyrics. And, um, you know, uh, but there's some things I, you know, would like you to do, you know, because they're not really grammatically correct. And uh, so, you know, I wrote, I rewrote some songs, some of your lyrics, you know, and took your lyrics and rewrote them so they're a little more grammatically correct. And I'm like, oh, and he's all, you want to hear them all? Oh, yeah. I would love to hear no that. No way. <laughs> so, Grammar doesn't matter in lyrics, no, by the way. Grammar has not nothing to do with that. that that's an idiot right there. But right there it showed. We right made there. the wrong choice because yeah. this dude don't get it. You know? Yeah. He just plain doesn't get it. So he, I'm like listening to him. He's going through all. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Steve. I can see where you're coming from. And yeah. Oh, yeah. And then our conversation ends. I hang up the phone. Debbie. <laughs> Fucking wanker. <laughs> Fucking wanker. Me, rewrote all our lyrics. That took two years to get out of that deal. Wow. You know, and then we got on with the uh, Megaforce and we were did Oppressing the Masses. And of course, we're fools. So uh, at that time, Debbie was having some uh, health issues and she wasn't there all the time for us. And uh, I think Perry had just gotten off the Monsters of Rock tour. Or not, not, no, Headbangers Ball. Headbangers Ball. Yeah, Headbangers Ball. So he's all, oh, you don't even know what it's like. You know, I've been out with Exodus and it's like this. And, you know, 
So we made this. Yeah, we spoiled him for a good six weeks or yeah. something. And then Fuck. we just made a dumb mistake and uh, we terminated Debbie. And uh, that was the that was the nail in the coffin for us because you know Maria Ferrero at Mega Force yeah, mm-hmm. they were just they were BFFs and. You know, John Zazula and, uh, you know, yeah, they were just all, you know, Debbie. They are Debbie. very, yes, yes, like, they well, are. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> After we got rid of her, it's like, right. who are you guys again? Yeah, right. Yeah, it was just not good. So we went out and did our own tour with uh, Defiance. They were supporting us. And uh, we had a new manager who was a joke. And uh, How did that tour do, even? This was for oppressing we the masses, right? bad. We weren't doing good, but we were doing okay. Doing okay. But we had opportunities that could have come to fruition had we not you know terminated debbie uh-huh. we would have really helped us many um you look back on your your, your street and i i do the same thing and there's places in the in the chain where you can go god i wish i could take that link out yeah. and reclean it back up again yeah. and and unfortunately it's called our history yeah it's how we end up where we are and things happen the way they are you learn from everything yeah. you do but it's unfortunate that those types of things yeah. happen like that and um you didn't continue much longer you no. did maybe no, um, another record right no, actually we were we just finished suppressing the masses we were still at the studio with alex perry alice and uh we sent it to john and he calls and he wants me to re-record all the lyrics so all the vocals he wants to re-record it now we had taken our publishing money and so he's like you need to give back that publishing money and re-record this thing and we're all like so I, I was on the phone with him. He and I were talking. And I'm like, well, John, I mean, I don't know what I could do to change it. I mean, you're not is, here with us. You're this, just, is, this is what I am. This is what yeah, it, this, this is, is, what, is the song. This is yeah, how it is. This is I the, mean, and it's just kind of like, you know, we're not Anthrax. We're not these bands right, that right, you Testament. have. That's not who we yeah. are. You know, it's like, well, you're this. That's who you sign. And this is our product. And, you know, we had submitted these songs to him before they signed us. So we had already had, like I said, Steve Sinclair was rewriting the lyrics for Impressing the Masses. Amazing. I didn't got, know that. Yeah, and then we got signed with Megaforce. So we already had the songs. What was the deal with ready. Megaforce, Sean? One record and two? or One, was it? We had a, I, I think it was probably a six record deal. Six an option, uh, you know, after so many, yeah. The, another another mistake. Today. Another yeah. mistake that yeah, you don't exactly. sign for six records to anybody. But yeah. okay. So at least they put it out. Um, we did the video. Um, you know, I, Maria did help us. I know she was bitter and she has every right to be because that was her friend. That's why, that's we why you label. were on there. That's right. They worked together hard and then that's we true. stuck a stick in the spokes. And so, you know, we got what we deserved. And then, uh, that whole grunge craziness was coming out and it was like, well, we don't want this kind of music that you're doing. You know, we want this. And then we're like, shit, what do we do? You know I mean? If we don't do what they want, they're not gonna. We're not gonna have another record to record. And if we, what year was this about, Sean? What, what was what's uh, the time? Ninety one or ninety? So eighty eight was Eternal Nightmare. Ninety ninety one ish, Oppressing came out, and then we were working on Nothing to Gain for uh, our next release. And it was just uh, our focus was not on who we were. It was more on trying to satisfy what they else. wanted. We did yeah. that too, and which was bad. We I did that mean, too. I understand. That's the thing with music. I do. Everybody, everybody's got one they want to take back. And I think if you were to ask everybody why they did it, that's why they did it. Yeah. And I'll, you know, I obviously on the Capitol records that Exodus did, you could see There's one of those records where you could see where there was a lot of uh, yeah. control on there. And we, 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 it's like we were under pressure to produce. And here's your livelihood. And yeah. these guys got a fucking gun to your head. And they're like, you know, this is world. Now we're not hearing this. We need to hear this. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? You're like, well, that's not where we are, but okay, I guess we could try to clean it up and go this way, you know, hence we, force of habit, you know? So During the writing of the album, we weren't like at each other's throats or anything. We were just like, look, I mean, you know, what do you think? And it's like, well, dude, we have to sound, we have to give this sound to them because that's what they wanted. Right. If we don't do it, we're fucked, you yeah. know? And right. So after we finished the album, we made it another bad choice. Uh, we should have went with Alex Perry Alice. Johnny Z did not want us to go with Alex Perry Alice. He wanted us to go with Mike uh, uh, Single. Oh man, what was his freaking name? Mike Rosen. Michael, Michael Rosen, Rosen. That's right. Yeah. So Michael Rosen. We made a choice to go with Rosen. We did it at Fantasy Studios. Um, we should have stuck with Alex because Alex got us, 
And then once we started recording, that's when a lot of the tension started coming around. Um, and because uh, things just weren't going the way we wanted them to. And uh, shit happens, you know. What, um, what finally broke it down to where you guys looked at each other and said because i know i remember by 94 we were all at the roofing place already yeah. by then you know what I mean? for me 90 january 93 was when exodus was done the first time we had mm -hmm. been dropped from capital our, our management had let us go we really weren't cruising along so that's yeah. kind of we did like two more shows and called it after that and it, it wasn't well, long before or after that for you guys yeah, as well after right we finished the recording then they were just like well we're not putting it out you know and then it was like, oh, well, so we went through all that. And now you're not even going to release this fucking piece of shit that we worked so hard on. Right. <laughs> fucking up. <laughs> wow. So then uh, Phil got, I forget, it was Bleeding Heart Records or somebody like that released it in Europe for us. And uh -huh. then, you know, at that point, we're like, okay, now we're out of it. So fuck everything. Fuck what everyone thinks and anyone thinks. We're just going to write what we do. And so we wrote Breed Like Rats, right. Nothing to Gain. Right. Or not nothing. Breed like rats again. Shooter and uh, Ray and I wrote. Um, I don't know what the title of that song is. This is a lot more punk edge to it. You yeah, know? Uh, which wound up all wound up on the Torque album after I left. Right. Because at the time I was like, well, you know, I'm 29, 30. What am I gonna do? Am I gonna just do this? And I got this job, but it's not really a job. And I want to. I gotta make some fucking money. Right. So, um, you know, uh, hooked up with my ex-wife <laughs> just to say well i'm just gonna bail out of this and go try to build a career and you know get become an adult <laughs> right become become a conformist responsible citizen yeah. yeah right which now i'm i have a great career and yes you, know, you do so all that that decision helped me to get to where i am today in my career but um you know phil and i kind of talked when we talked about doing these reunion shows about you know i probably should have stuck with it we probably could have done some great things again clear the, 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 ch the chain the link that you wish you could yeah re-put back in again it's 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 it would have should have yeah. could have kind of you know I I, I I i so many things i could go back and go oh man we should have we should have never did that yeah. we why did we do that why did we you know and it's it should look back again it's a learning process yeah. you can't change history and we demoed those songs and I remember that hearing was probably them. my best recordings. In my I remember opinion. hearing them as a demo because yeah. remember we were actually started to work up on the hill, you know. Yeah, we yeah, had on the creek. Yeah, we had. Then we had the gang back together yeah. again. Rick, Gary, yeah. uh, me, you, Filthy, uh, Mariano was out Mariano there. Mariano was there. That's yeah, right. all the all the all, all the ASI guys yeah. plus Gary and Rick from Exodus were there, and it was like a time when grunge and Soundgarden all came in and if you had metal you 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 couldn't get yeah. a game of jacks you were done you could even get judas priest and right right they were doing what like... warfield not even sold out you know yeah. what i mean it was just and then nobody could do any 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 business at, at that um um and then phil went on to do torque but you kind of just went into working mm -hmm. you didn't reform again until chuck billy's thing right yeah, yeah. talk about that so I was working for <coughs> Shea Holmes at the time. We did some, uh, you know, team building shit. We went to a Giants game. So I'm on the bus. We're driving back because they leased like three buses to get all the employees there. And uh, we're on the bridge and I get a call from Phil. Hey, what's up? And he's all, hey, you know, the Walter called me and uh, Chuck's got this cancer. And, you know, Walter wants to put this show together to help raise money, to help him out. And... You know, what do you think if violence, we, you know, he called and asked if we could get together and do this. I was like, fuck yeah, I'm in, you know, without question, I'm, I'm there. You know? I was the same way because it actually, uh, it started with them, Walter calling me and um, with Chuck and Chuck and Eric's blessing asking, would you do a legacy show for Chuck? And my first thing I said is, I'm all, Chuck cool with that? And uh, Walter was like, yeah he's the one who told me to ask you to do it so then it escalated just from a legacy show wow and then they started calling all it's kinds of anthrax everybody angel, i mean you know death angel lost rocket yeah. sadist forbidden yeah. all the bit well you know just like they did with you sean everybody came call to yeah. arms it was a call to arms 
You know what I mean? And people want to talk about the scene, you know, in the L.A. glam scene and how the bands were really close and stuff. I'm sorry. I was a part of a fraternity that was like a fucking fraternity. Yeah. When somebody is down, you come calling and there's no, no, I can't do it or it's not possible. It's when and when do we want to do this and how. Yeah. And, and it's like because, I mean, to talk about the reunion show, you know, for for yourself, you know, when we all sang at it the amount of love from the fans um from all the players that wanted yeah. to do it when i walked into the venue the fucking merchandise line to buy this t-shirt Dude. i i was like was that for the bathroom it's like <laughs> oh, i it goes it went all, like a mile outside i go there that's just for the fucking t-shirt yeah and it was just like it was really again a call uh, to arms for everybody coming like just like the chuck thing so when Walter called you. What was you, what were you thinking at that time? Because again, you hadn't played any music in a long time. You had you. Well, you Phil know. called, and it was just like I was like, "Fuck yeah, we're doing it." I mean, that's no question. I mean, I don't know about the other guys, but you, I'm in, you know. And so then we practice. So then you like Ray crazy. and Perry and Dean and everybody yeah. called, and this is the first time you had guys had gotten back, gotten together. Yeah, I don't think I'd seen Perry in eight years, probably. Years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I was doing a little project with Perry. Okay. F-Bomb. Remember F-Bomb? Yeah, we were doing yeah. that thing, you know, when I was living in Castro Valley with him for that little little project I did that nobody knew about. So then and, it's like, cool, I show up, and it's just like, holy shit, man. I didn't even really know who was on the bill. I just knew that we were practicing and grinding it out every, and even everybody. every day we were practicing. You know, Monday through Friday, we were in the studio practicing. And then, uh, you know, we get there, and... It's like, wow, there's a lot of fucking people here. And, From and all over the world. All over the place, From all yeah. over the world. And then, they should have done two days with that, but that's what made it magical. Yeah. It was only one day. And then Anthrax played, and then we were after Anthrax. Like, how the fuck did we wind up after I Anthrax? Don't, yeah, right? You know? <laughs> I, mean, I think because S.O.D. Yeah, S.O.D. They had to put something in between in S.O.D., you know? Yeah. And because I think it went, it went anthrax violence S.O.D., right? I, I think, something I think like it, that, yeah. yeah. I think that's so what it was. So it was just kind of like... Like we're playing after anthrax man this is crazy so then we're in the dressing room and it's just like man this is about to fucking happen i mean we're about to go out there and play and this is crazy and this place is packed sold out you to know? the brim yeah i don't even know how many people it had to be thousands what, what, what maritime hall whatever the maritime it's hall is at least I mean, three thousand yeah people. something it was there was there wasn't a ticket to be had yeah. either so then you know we went out there and it was just like just like riding a bike Right. Same old thing, you know. Okay, let's do this. And yeah, I think I did a big stage dive, and <laughs> you know, it was like we're in it. Now, um, that didn't spark a reunion from you guys. Is that because Phil was still busy with Torque, or you know, he started Technocracy by that time, yeah, right? I think so. Um, well, he and I kind of talked, and I was like, "Well, shit, Phil, this many people are into us." Um, and I think uh, Chuck Schultz. I'm not sure. How you yes, it was Chuck Schuldiner. Yeah, he as well. It was helping him too. It yeah, was it was helping like, him and Randy Castillo. Okay. Yeah, Ozzy's drummer. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And so it was like, well, that was a pretty good reception, Phil. I mean, maybe we should play a show and see how it goes, you know. And so we booked Slims, and it sold out. And geez, we sold a bunch of merch. Yeah, <laughs> you guys always do. And then it was just like cool. And then he's calling me saying, hey, man, we got a chance to go and do some shows with Testament and Rob Halford. I'm all, Rob Halford? What are you fucking crazy? This is like my hero, Right, man. sure. I, hell, I was at the Oakland, Oakland Auditorium, Auditorium when they did British Point. Steel Tour. Yeah. Fucking right up Fuck front, Fuck yeah, right man. up front. You know, he's out there at the Harley all right, yep. you know. I, no one knew he was gay at the time. Not that it matters, but it was just like he was the metal god, you know? Who cares? It doesn't matter. Yeah. He's a great he's, guy, dude. He's the greatest god. Yeah. Fucking god. Very humble. But, and Rob just, Halford, baby. Yeah. And so it was like, wow, this is awesome. And then we were writing music to do another album. I think we had four songs in the can written. And then uh, Phil called me and said, well, you know, uh, Rob's giving me this opportunity to join Machine Head. And you know, I kind of want to do it, which means, you know, we won't be able to do violence anymore. I was like, hey, dude, I wasn't wearing spandex when I was 12 years old playing a guitar. Yeah, right. <laughs> you were. You were. You yes. Yeah. So if this is what you, if this is, don't think for one minute I would stand in the way of that or be bitter or anything. You go do what you need to do. I have my life and right. I'll survive and, you know, that's good for you, man. 
you know, it's a great opportunity. And yeah, so it was. He went out and did all that, and you know, which was good for Phil. And so when we, when uh, they had the um, benefit show for me, going, you know, I Dana was like, you know, oh well, you know, it's going to be like this. I said, yeah, I don't even want to hear. I don't even want to know. I just want to, I'll go and whatever it is, it is, and I don't want to have any preconceived, you know, notions of what's going to happen or how many people are going to be there or who's. I don't even uh-huh. want to know who's going to play. Right. I just want to go and see what happens, you know. Because in my mind, I'm not sure, really. I'm like, what? I don't even know what's going to happen, you know? Yeah, I got a call to saying, Zetro, we're going to do this thing to this thing. And I'm like, okay, um, um, I got, as long as I get to do Calling in the Corner and Eternal <laughs> Nightmare. And I think I was slated to do one more, but um, um, somebody else was singing. And I said, oh, well, why don't you do this one? And they okay. And, uh-huh. then, and they did. So it was kind of a, everybody was kind of, here, you do this one. We'll do this one. But I mean, I was, I was, you know, I was I just like the Chuck show. Yeah. When, when do I need to be there to do it? Thanks. When are we rehearsing? When are we there? And we all showed up to the rehearsal. Everybody came to the rehearsals at Al studio and, uh-huh. and it was, and it ran, everybody was having a good time. And I mean, I'm watching, you know, Gary went and all the different guitar players and players that are going up and, and, and actually, and actually really like, into it and and wanting to make it sound la cicero was like a big part of pulling it to making sure that the rehearsals were what they were and that people were doing their shit right you know what i mean everybody really took part tom hunt you know all of us anybody that wasn't taken like ah yeah i got him down i'm gonna go do it we're gonna practice a little bit and we'll go do the vines Mm -hmm. everybody was very focused on making sure that the that the music was represented the way it was supposed to be and that it was even though some of the guys were playing here in pieces and, you know, but it was all the other players from the Bay area paying homage to violence, but helping, you know, one of us out that needed it at that time. So it just goes to show, you know, what the community is about here. People try because on my show, people are always, you know, they don't know the intricate stories like this, Sean. A magazine interview is not going to get you this. No. And so these people are asking me constantly, you know, what? and this was it. This is why we, it was so what it was. It was so magical at a time because you know, we all had each other's back. I mean, like 1986, you'd go to Ruthie's and it'd be Cliff and Lars and, yeah. and James and Kirk and there's Gary and Tom and Robbie and there's Filthy and then there's Becerra and Toreo and uh-huh. it was like every one of us from the from the scene were there and there was nobody that was above anyone else everybody was on the same level bailoff yeah. we were all hanging out we go to his house and have a party in hell house yeah. and we're going to bailoff's house and it's like or party at james and lars's in san yeah. pablo it, it didn't well, matter but and and mike coons's house we a party yeah. at robbie's house we went yeah. to robbie's many times our bass player so it was just everybody was a very uh, a tight-knit thing so coming back to present day coming back forward where we are now when you talked about this with phil what were you guys thinking as far as expectations and did it did it exceed your expectation yeah i mean you guys sold out really fast well i do want to say one thing back to that show is um i remember going backstage with my son and going on the stage so i could see from the stage because I was sitting at the sound booth and it was like tap tap and I'm like oh hey. yeah right I know, <laughs> you know I figured that you were not well at that time no. so I went backstage and there's Chuck right and I'm just like full circle right you know now it's wow now wow how the tides have changed yeah but everybody was right on there man everybody was right there was one person who was like no way and it was like nah i'm not a part of that it's like a a call to arms everybody was there and 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 again like you know your ex-girlfriend beth she was there getting you know what it's like to get musicians going okay in two songs you're on you're on and you're on um okay next song coming okay i need you i need you and i need you cats it's oh it's hurting cats it's it's hurting cats and then you and then two songs you you and you you're gonna be on this you know what i mean and and it's frustrating because everybody's milling about and hey what's that that where's that where's that we need him you know what i mean it's like 
Oh, he's back over there. We're, we're just anybody, you know and what they I mean? Have the little riser with all the backing vocals. Oh yeah, mics all lined up. Uh, everybody says, <laughs> if you knew the backing vocals, you just yeah. basically walked up to the stage yeah. and yelled them. Yeah, you know what I mean. That was kind of how so, it. Yeah. So when I talked to Phil, it was like, well, you know, let's do this, and we kind of talked, and it was like, well, Phil's attitude was like, well, you know, I, we should probably do somewhere reasonably sized, not something big, because if we do it and it doesn't do well, and and. I was like, yeah, I, I agree. I don't, I don't think it should be a big place. It should be right sized for, you know, our show. The the, the, the show was the everything about it was perfect. Yeah, and then it was perfect. So he's all, well, there's this place, the Metro, and I was like, cool. It, it, what it, what's it like? He's always gonna, you know. So you've never shit. been to the Metro before, no, huh? Never. Oh, it's that. That's. And he's kind like, of well, ruthless. you know, it's kind of a rundown place. It's so it's like, so violence. Sounds perfect. It's so <laughs> violence. And I got to tell you because um, that day. I, we all came there early. I, like I said, and I even told Phil the I'm coming to Soundcheck. He's like, you? You don't even go to your own Soundcheck. <laughs> I go, I will be at the meet and greet, pal. Don't awesome. you fucking. And so I was. I was there. Yeah. And we all went to this um, restaurant across the street called Planks. That's in Jack London Square. And it was literally taken. Jack London Square that day was yeah. violence day. Yeah. Everybody was juiced, excited, drinking, partying, hanging out. And then when we got in the venue... It was Ruthie's Inn. It was the same yeah. vibe, the same smell, the same motley crew of all of us hanging out yeah. in there. When you played, there was a hundred people on stage. Which, it, it you know, it was aligned all the way around. And it's like there was mayhem going on everywhere. And I was talking to fans that had come from, you know, Dude, fucking Japan. Yeah, far away. And some guy came. I don't know if I think he was from England or something. He goes, Cetro. I go, yeah. He goes, can I take a picture? And I'm like, yeah. I can't believe it. It's like, you'll hear there's Tom Hunting, there's Rob Flynn, there's Craig. I can't yeah, believe it. I like, go, let me just tell you something, man. This is what it was like. If, you, if I was to say that you could morph back to Ruthie's in at the time, yeah. that Saturday night. I don't know. I didn't go to the Sunday show, but the Saturday night violent show felt like that from beginning to the end and when you guys opened up with eternal nightmare and it was like goosebumps when you hit the stage you when you came out it was like <laughs> goosebumps because of the shit that you had to go through yeah through that and everybody knew and after the concert was just 12 months prior you know what I mean? Because it was like in April is, is the gig that you guys played in Oakland. Yeah. And we did it in January before. So what? 14 months prior, we did the show. And, and here oh, we are. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah 14 months. Yeah. And, and and I never thought, uh, to be honest with you, I never thought we were going to see violence again in yeah. that capacity. And to see Perry, Dean, and fucking Ray Moses, Vegas, yeah. and Filthy up there in his element. Playing the way he should be playing, yeah. you know, not fun. being reserved or held back, no. being himself up there and being violence was just like, uh, this is this is why we still do this. Yeah. So now that you've had a, a little bit of taste of it coming back, how does it feel to still be remembered and wanted? And the fans are even like you said, we were talking earlier before we got on the camera about about the kids that are coming now. Yeah. Talk about that, how you see the new fans that are being turned on to violence. Talk yeah, about so that. For me, it's like, you know, we played at Oakland shows and we headlined. So by the time I was cooled down and everything else, the place was empty. Right. So um, I got to talk to some young kids at the meet and greet. And, you know, um, it was interesting. A lot of, a lot of Hispanic kids, you know, uh, Really into the metal down there. Oh, believe South me. America, Mexico, we call them the Satanico the Hispanicos, yeah. man. Those yeah. guys, they're the best. So then uh, it was like, okay, this is great. You know, I had a great time. Uh, I was, I was funny because we were practicing and I'm like, is there a barrier there? Because I don't want to get kicked in the gut. You know, I don't know that I could tolerate that. Right. So, but with no barrier, it was like, okay, well, whatever. I'll, I'll manage, you know, whatever. Your stage guys worked harder than anybody Dude, that night. Was, yeah, it was a wrestling it was match. A, it was straight up. I could. It was old school Ruthie's, like when Exodus played with no barrier and Lonnie Hunolt's on his knees and yeah. everybody's in front, Toby, and they're just pushing people back. That's bit Reformed and, and 
how long more i mean is this a, something that we want to continue to keep doing and and i mean i mean i know now it's and how do you feel about that well you know people are contacting phil and and they contact him and then phil comes to us and says hey i this guy over here in this place he wants to book a show and i'm sure the deals are lucrative now sean what do you guys think and it's like yeah because look i'm the boss at my job so right <laughs> it's like hey guys i'm taking two weeks off you know Dean, it's a little bit more tricky for him, but you know, as these things, as they come to Phil, Phil brings them to us, and we all go, yeah, I want to do it, and yeah, I want. You know, of course, Perry and I are the first ones going, fuck yeah, <laughs> you know. The thing is, is I think that um, you spend your life doing this craft, and everything you wanted when you initially did it, yeah, didn't really come to fruition for you, but all of a sudden now it's yeah. like. What the fuck? Yeah. It's raining again. This is great. Yeah. And the response and everything, it's so exciting. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, I mean, what's the vibe in the band now? After you guys seen, you're seeing oh. shows sold out. People are like, you know, we're just back, it's fun, violent. Man. Yeah, right. That's the way to do it. Practice is funny. You know, Perry and I, we're always on each uh, other. It's always been that way. Yeah. So it's, I, like it's always, He's always on me as well. Anytime around yeah. her. Oh, he's like, hey, fatty, what's up? Yeah. Well, I'm better doing that kind of shit than he is. So. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. He's mellowed out a little bit? Oh, I'll, I'll take him down verbally. Oh, yeah? yeah, yeah of course. I'll, I'll outwit him all day long. That's great. Of course, when it, he sees this, he'll say, hey, fuck you. And you say, what are you saying? <laughs> you well, Perry, you're going to be on the show. You're going to get your chance. Yeah. He actually called me last week, and he just, you know, he says, uh -huh. I love what you're doing here. I go, I, I'll get you all in. I love that. You know, yeah. but the fans are... It's enjoying awesome. this type of stuff and and, and enjoying, you know, um, um, all the stories and and yeah. the and, and the intricacies of the things that we did back in the day, but also accomplishing now. So, when you're talking to the father who now has the kid that's into violence, yeah. how's that? Talk about that. Uh, that happens a lot, um, and you know the kids are usually like, "Whoa, you know, like." Right. Damn, there he is. You know? yeah, and that's like, the thing. is like we don't think of ourselves like yeah. that. We're like, yeah, no, what, what are you talking about? Where, yeah. where, where, what? I, do no, I smell? What's and the problem? And the dad's here? usually like, or the, and the mom, you know, they're both like, yes. oh, yeah, we used to go see you back in the day. You know, this is our son or this is our daughter and we're bringing her and now she gets to experience it. And and then that coupled with, like I said, the social media with all the kids now getting into it. I mean, there's when we played L.A., we supported Sacred Reich. So we played and then I cooled down and then i went straight to the merch table and hung out you know that's Dana a great thing to do merch. sure that's a I great thing to do there and and, you know, and the kids appreciate that as oh, hell they do yeah and they i do. just sat there for and even the older fans hour. the ones we still call yeah, kids <laughs> yeah a bunch of them but i was there for about an hour signing autographs taking pictures with people and um yeah a lot of it is these kids oh we thought we'd never see you guys you right know? it's like i got into you back in 05 yeah. or 2010 or 2013 and you know i didn't think ever i would see you play live and here you guys are and it's just like it's a real cool experience but you know going back to what you said we're just people and this is just something we like to do yeah. so it's like for me i'm out there yeah of course i'm out here i but mean you, you feel how money uh, to come see us how I you want to be out here and be a part of and that's the greatest thing ever experience. and i think that the metal bands are so to that because i'm very approachable i know so many other mm -hmm. metal guys are but to go to the merch booth i mean when when you were a kid remember going to see judas priest yeah. what if rob halford would have came Dude. out to the merch booth and yeah. said hey show him what's up mate let me give me let me show you an yeah. autograph and take a picture with you yeah talk about um how everybody has a camera now and how the picture oh, yeah. is the maze because you probably weren't in the band during that's really really only in the last Eight years since smartphones have yeah. come out, is that's an autograph isn't shit anymore. Yeah. A selfie is everything, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, what's funny is you know I have my Instagram page because Phil's all hey, you gotta get an Instagram page. It makes now. sense you though. Know? It, it does, does. because yeah. they want to connect with you and yeah. they want to 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 tell you what they think. Yeah. I have the one as well, and I do that for the whole reason to give them you know here's a yeah. picture of us or here's something I'm doing. Here's what we're doing. Right, and they you know? chime in and hey Sean saw you last night. You guys fucking rage can't wait for the next violent show yeah. and that's the positive she's going yeah, yeah this could go i could come i could to chili or come oh to god yeah you're believe come. me the word you will do the whole yeah. world now yeah now i know this is getting ahead but i have to get ahead of myself of course <laughs> new songs maybe and down the road want to see how this plays out just having fun with it now uh right now we're just going through the motions of playing the shows and enjoying 
riding this wave. And, you know, Phil and I have talked a couple times. And, uh, you know, it's kind of up to him because he is very busy with doing yeah. – uh, he's doing a soundtrack for a video game and I guess a Netflix series. And he's doing – allegiance and then these other things he's doing yeah i got which, something you know, with him we're doing his, in october so yeah and it keeps we'll him talk out about there that. and he needs to be out there and doing what he's doing because he's a musician i mean that's what he does you know right i'm a project manager right you know? now so, you're a musician too bro yeah you were well, a musician first <laughs> so i'm gonna put that there yeah that goes first thing and then the project manager yeah. down regardless that we know that that pays you know yeah. way by that really is the but, yeah, stability yeah, of it i'd love to write uh, some new stuff and so he and i have kind of talked a little bit about it you know the rest of the guys are like oh i want to write you know uh, we need to write an album but you know it's phil and i that i think that it's connect. more because of the excitement of that everybody's really into you and that's a natural mm -hmm. progression to go yeah. wow people's really digging our old stuff we're having a great time let's try to do a new record and see what that will do for yeah. us I i'm sure if you guys, if especially if the five of you were to do a new record, I, I think it would be probably the most highly anticipated album from any band in the last 20 years. And it would at be least. as heavy as I can I'm make sure it, it would be. I'm know? sure. And I'm sure the lyrics would be like nothing that we could learn anytime soon or want to <laughs> have to fucking sing. So it's like one point I even told Phil, you know, when you were sick, I said, Let's go do it. And he goes, what are you talking about? I go, me and fucking Osa Gato will do it. Me and Mark. And then I had to learn three of your songs. And I was like, oh, man, I don't think I want to just go out. But can I get Mark to do all I have? It's like, it was just, I mean, hats off to you for your 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 lyrical craft. It's, it's something that's very original about you, Sean, and your, and your vocal approach and everything. And I think... In music, that's the best compliment you can have is is that you create something that's you, that's your sound, mm -hmm. that's unique. That if once somebody hears it, like me, when you hear, yeah. you know it's Zetra. The oh, minute yeah. you're good or bad, you know who it is. Same thing with you. And I think that that's, I mean, it says a lot of about originality yeah. for yourself. You know, well, like he, it or hate it, Rieger, You know what I mean? Yeah. It is. And Phil's music, he writes great riffs. Always has. Always it's has. Just like, you know, I just ride on top of his music, and and I always think to myself, well, I don't want to just do the repetitive stuff that I hear in a lot of music. You know, that's you know, that's hardcore music and stuff. That I don't want to sound like that. You right. Know, I want to sound different. So how do I sound different? And so it starts with that. And you know, sometimes the lyrics, you know, there's like, oh god, get out of my head. I gotta get this. And sometimes I'm, it's just like, yeah. You know, there's some songs I can. Right, top to bottom, and like 20 minutes yeah. done. And there's some, I'll sit there and go, I've listened to this riff for three fucking days, and I got <laughs> nothing. And everything I come up with is just clap, clap, yeah. clap. I gotta so, put this down. Exactly. <laughs> I gotta listen to another song for now, because I'm this song is just crap to me right now. And then two weeks later, it's like, the little light bulb goes yeah. off. You're in the middle of the bed. You're sleeping like two in the morning. Going, yeah. That's it. And, you and know? what's funny is when you stop, right, and... You're like, okay, my everyday life, and here I am thinking about this, and I'm thinking about that. And then when I started again, now it's like, oh, I could write this lyrics. And, that was, and so ideas start just like naturally coming into my brain, you know, because it's just because we're doing it now again. We're playing live. We're playing the song. Sure. And so now my brain's like kind of keying towards that, you know. So a lot of times I'm sitting there thinking about lyrics and stuff pops into my head and it's like dude i got a whole bunch of shit going on up here i need some music to throw it on to film. okay the live set now is there any songs in there that are kind of tough for you to do now because they're they're um, is there ones that you like because of what's happened to you physically mm -hmm. they're a little bit taxing on you because the, the lyrics are either fired off or you're not being able to get a breath in a time yeah. is is there anything like that right now well uh probably i profit is one I profit. Of the more difficult mm -hmm. ones for me to do but i remember back in the day it would be like oh man there's so many words and i again i'm almost done with this song and then, okay i'm done singing the vocals now it's like oh I'm, oh it's the last verse i'm done it's like or kill on command, you know, a million dollar paycheck. And, right. And now I'm done. And now it's just music. And it's just like, so uh, it's actually, you know, songs like kill on command are easier for me than songs like, you know, sure. uh, like, uh, you know, um, I profit or calling the corners a little bit trickier for me. Um, 
but you know paraplegic killing command eternal nightmare those choppy ass phobophobia songs yeah. yeah phobophobia all that stuff where i'm just grinding it out yeah because i know i have my spots you know where i can suck in a little bit of wind and i'm not pushing out as hard with those songs i'm just right. chopping those lyrics out Hitting you those. know and, and so those songs are really a lot easier to play but um you know i is there, so I'm, there's I'm not, always like, let's play this song. Oh, let's really? Okay, song. good. Because that, that was my song, next question you know? I was going to say. Is there something that you're going, eh, you know what? That's one's going to be kind of tough. And I, I, just, I don't think I'm ready to put that in the set yet. Or are you just like, fuck it? No, and I was any like, of them, fuck it. I love that you know, It was like torture tanks. I don't know about torture tanks. I was like, yeah, dude, I want to do Play it. Uh, we're going to do torture tanks. You know, I want to do Liquid Courage. Oh, it gets kind of messy. I was like, yeah, but I love the lyrics. You know, I want to do that song. Right. You know, it's like, so if anything, hell, a Sunday shit i think we had uh torture tactics and then world in a world to close it and then perry's like fuck on my arms I'm, I, I can't bet. play it anymore and i'm like fuck that shit man <laughs> yelling at him and then phil's all no no let's just do world in the world i'm like what fuck that man i'm fucking pumped now i want to go you know? that was at the old one show right yeah yeah sunday. yeah oh, oh he t- dips it out sunday oh. yeah so I was like, come on, let's keep going, man. This, I wanna, this is awesome. I want to keep this going. You right, know? right. But, you know, I'm not playing the drums. or Sure. You know. But it's another mechanic. It is. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm sorry, you know, yeah. for to me. I can't I mean, change a string. Right. <laughs> I can't. Even if you blow, you can't. Yeah. You're right. You're done. It's got to stay up. And I mean. Dude, my monitors went out Sunday night. I bet they completely did. Completely out. Where I couldn't even hear anything. <clears throat> and, man, I. But you know how hard to push it. here, don't you? Oh, no? Really? Yeah, well, I, I do. And I was trying to lean out further so I could hear the amps, you know, to but the, it was just PA. like, yeah, I could hear the PA, but yeah, I paid for that for about a week. I back off. Yeah. If I lose it, if they fuck it all up, yeah, I back off and then you get, you know, everybody's doing it. I won't yeah. go. Yeah. I try to reach because the next one, yeah, it was a good gig last night. No. Yeah. 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 It was killer. Yeah, no, I'll be all right. I'll be all right. No, it's good. That's <laughs> yeah, just a little bit rough. You know, it's yeah. like, fuck, you're just trying so hard to. Yeah. throw that out you know and that's you know i'm on there and i'm like yeah i don't want to get slammed by some kid flying onto the stage you that's know? So why i'm kind of thinking about that at the same time I, well i really like that you didn't use a barricade at the one show but use barricades for now on they're safer for the band the yeah. performance is much better i believe I'm i so- like to be in their face i like to, there's not you can still be I in their get face my hands on them. okay well then you sean know, you go lean on them. you go I wanna you be can, like the, sorry guys i don't want to lean on you i i'll be in your face as long as that little barrier i yeah. just uh because there was a barrier in mesa and i was like fuck this i stood on the barrier and was on top of the crowd and that's awesome you know, I, that's I just I've bigger always, man than i i must say even in the beginning dude it's always like if i can get a hold of the crowd then that's my that's when I'm at my best inside. You know, I feel like I owe this, you know, and this is violence. This is not, you know, the Doobie Brothers. I mean, right, I'm, I'm exactly. in your face and I want to be in your face. And I want to yeah. get a hold of you and I want to just scream right in your eyeballs, you know, whatever it takes. I want to spit on you. I'll step on you. I'll do whatever. You know, if I'm singing and shit's coming out of my mouth. It's coming out on you, bitch. Good. I'm Good. Right up there in your face. Good. Well, you know what? I can guarantee the fans appreciate it way more because they want to be as close to you as yeah. they can get. But like you said, especially at, at a violent show and like an Exodus show or anything, it's dangerous. It is dangerous. It's dangerous. Yeah. You know, even if you're holding it in the face all the oh, time. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I always get my hand, my finger right there. Do you? To protect my teeth. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I remember back in the day, they used to come up before the barricades and Tom Araya's Mike oh, just popped God. him right in yeah, the mouth. They used imagine. to say that all the time, man. They popped me right in the mouth. And I'm yeah. like, man, I would even just stop playing bass and hold on to it, you yeah. know? I mean, who cares at that point? Because those things are not I forgiving. Know. No, they're not. <laughs> they're very hard. So what's what do you guys got next now? So we're in July. What's coming so up? August uh, will be at the Alcatraz Festival in Belgium. Amazing and festival. I, it, wait till you see it. It's we, actually one of the coolest ones wait. ever. Just the way... They have it set up. There's this old, like, clock tower windmill thing in the middle of the city, and it's, like, old, and, like, the dressing rooms are, like, three blocks away. You have to be shuttled there, but when you get into the arena, it's, like, totally old school. This thing has been there for hundreds of years, and it's one of the best festivals. So we're not on the main stage. We're on the side stage. That doesn't matter. We go on at 10 
10 at night it's like a perfect slot you it know? doesn't matter and they'll be Saxon there Saxon comes on after us on the big stage yeah that's awesome was, you know i was right up at the elk and auditorium i was right up there for biff you know yeah we play with we we, we exodus plays with Saxon. we just played with them in december we're really good friends with those guys that's one awesome. of my favorite bands in the world and every time we play with them i'm like fanboy on paul <laughs> on paul quinn's side with his tech just singing every word yeah. you know what i mean so great guys great band I that's mean, what dude it, when we were in L.A. in Oakland, it's just like you can hear them singing the everything, yeah, right back in our yeah. face, you know. So it'll be a big deal for us to go to Belgium in front of that many people and see how much we can. anything in the states after that. Well, so uh, we come back the next Sunday. We play the Psycho Festival. I think we're on the uh, at the Mandalay Bay. We are on the uh, House of Blues stage, uh-huh. and then. Um, Let's see, September we go to Illinois for the full Terror Assault Fest. And Soulfly joined that, which is going to be great. That'll be a blast. It'll be a blast. Max is great. Yeah. And then I fly from there to Toronto, drop my son off in Canada, go play hockey for a season. Then nice. Then I fly home. Yeah, he'll be living up there from September through March. And then, uh, let's see, uh, October we're going to Mexico City. November, we do two dates in New York at the Bazaar. Um, let's see, November, December. Jeez, man, we got a lot of shit going. I, I can't remember where we're going in December, but there's there. You can go to Violence Facebook and all that. So shit's yeah. all up oh, there, I try right? To post, I keep yeah, asking so. Phil. Hey, man, they got a flyer for that New York show because I want to put that on my. Yeah, Instagram. good. Keep it up. You know, yeah, that's what you do. Out there, and they'll love it. And that's the way to go these days, really. Yeah, and then, well, really we got is. Orange County, the Beer and Metal Fest. Or nice. We're doing that in December. Um, we have another show in December too, but I can't remember where it was. And then. Uh, January, I believe it should get, uh, I think they're going to announce it this week or next week that we'll be in Dallas with, um, oh man. House of Blues? No, we'll be in Dallas playing with, uh, uh, they're from Dallas. Um, Um, Power Trip. Power Trip. Absolutely amazing fucking band. That's the next wave right there. Oh, that's the next wave right there. Yeah. You know how we're old school? That's the kids' band of today yeah. is Power Trip. And they we, we actually, they came out with us in Obituary about a year and a half ago. And I love this band. I love these oh, guys. Man, they fucking, they're really grindy. They love what we all did. And they've, they've done it really well. So violence and Power Trip together? Yeah. Fuck, that's um. So Not sure on the date yet, Phil. We just decided... <sighs> yesterday because we practiced last night uh okay this is the because we had a couple options to play in texas so we chose this option because we figured this is going to be a good show and oh we'll that's going to be are you kidding me yeah. so anytime so your direct support to, to power trip uh we're not sure yet the phil said the contract doesn't really specify but um, yeah because they're actually like, they're very credible these days yeah. i mean i could see you guys playing over them but I also no, can see you guys supporting them yeah. because they're moving up the fucking chain yeah. really so quick. I'm hoping we're direct support. Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm sure just, you'd be uh, direct support. They're still them. kind of working on the bills. Great so. guys, man. Yeah. Great fucking guys. I guess guys, there's going to be band. two stages, too. That's that. always easy, so. too. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, geez, we're doing the um, uh, some death metal fest in um maryland maryland oh that's like yeah. man filthy's got you on all Dude, the good like, ones he, he's so, pimping he's pimping yeah. hard They're contacting us you know of course they are because and so this... then he gets them sets them up and then i take over the logistics yeah I do all the airfare the hotel that's good keep it in the family too you know because he was kind of like oh geez you know i can i was like hey dude i got all the logistics you get the shit good. set up I'll get us there. Well, it looks yeah. like the machine is working right along, Very John. Smooth. Yeah. And yeah. that's awesome. And we are so glad you're back, right, fans? We are glad that violence great to be back. is fucking back. I'm glad you came in and talked to us and told us what was going on and mm-hmm. told us, you know, what was going on. Because I don't think everybody really knew the details of what you were going through. And I really wanted to get into that, but I wanted to also talk about the past history and what we did back yeah. in the day. But then again, what's all new on the horizon now for violence? Because it looks to me like <sighs> follow the yellow brick road right now, yeah. bro. Follow it, yeah. you know? 
and take it for what it's worth. Where, where, you know, this is something you built up a long time ago when you were yeah. kids. Why don't you just go fucking enjoy Dude, yourself? I got street cred with my son. Uh, I know, huh? <laughs> Isn't that the greatest thing ever? My daughter's still kind of like, eh, whatever, Dad. But you know what's funny it. is when, uh, when it, I think it was around 99 when you know no band could get a game of jacks, and Cody's like 10 and Nick's like 6, and I'm like, I remember telling my ex-wife at the time, going, I wonder if the kids are ever going to really know the magnitude of you yeah. know, what the old man did. Because at that time, <laughs> we, we were all working. Yeah. Nobody could get a game of fucking jacks anywhere. Nobody yeah. wanted to hear to two people would have came and saw me back in those days. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're like, Dad, oh, yeah, he's the guy that takes me to Little League practice. Exactly. They're like, and then you'd see a Little League dad would be like, you're the singer for X's. And, and the kids would be like, no, that's just my dad. He's yeah, like, you know, exactly. Like, like playing it down. It's like, Willie, yeah. you don't even know. Come on. But now it's obviously. Hey, Dana was telling him, oh, you haven't seen your dad. You, know, you really don't know. Yeah, you know? right. Exactly. She, because Seamus she, didn't get any. She showed him the Thrash of the Titans, you know, some of that videotape on YouTube. And, but, you know, he's a teenage boy. He's like, ah, whatever. You know? yeah, right. so, but now I went to Slayer. I went to Slayer. You're nothing like they are. You're, you're yeah, right. But <laughs> now he sees the magnitude and the. Yeah. Um, the response that you're getting the smile from, on his face right. in oakland when i looked out and saw him in the crowd it was just like <laughs> yeah because everybody in there when you up. walked out that place was like oh, roared for you coming yeah. out because i think everybody's like what's he gonna look like what's he gonna come out like what are we anticipating and to just to see you walk out on stage with that band and then perform like mm -hmm. you performed at the show Everybody walked out of that fucking place with a cookie smile on their goddamn yeah. face. And it was like, it's back. This stuff can... And it and it tells you, tells us that we can do this forever. Yeah. This is timeless music. It Heavy is. metal fans get a lot of bullshit rap. But I will say this. They're the most loyal goddamn fans in the world. Oh, yeah. They never fucking forget. Nobody shoving violence down their fucking throat. They love you guys because they're fans of the music and they truly love you. And you'll never see one of those type of fans ever gone, eh, I'm not really into that anymore. If you're into yeah. this shit like we are, oh, yeah. I'm 55 fucking years old. I still listen to um, you know anything heavy, everything heavy. And, and I don't, you know, I'll never not listen to heavy music. Look at Rob Halford. You know, he's yeah. the same way. He'll go on his Instagram and, Hold CDs. Look what I'm listening to on a Monday on a metal. He's got his my disc in his hand. He's got you know. Yeah. That goes to show you know, people like that. You know, the Godfathers, the guys yeah. that made us who we are, still listen to the fucking type of music that they make. Great man. And that's the thing with with metal. It's not. Oh, they're hot today. Right. It's they're not fatty. Alone. No. Yeah, no. It's not no. even. It's, it's forever. Forever. Yeah. Forever. Totally. Sean, thank you so Dude. much for coming in. I love Thanks you, brother. And then awesome. I can have you back in sometime. We could keep yeah. we could bring up other old stories. Yeah. We need to do a whole episode on ASI yeah. alone. I know. Alone. The, the the support for thrash metal they had and not even knowing it. Right. <laughs> you guys Leave me as many comments. I know you're going to leave a shitload of them on this episode. And obviously, subscribe to my channel. Sean, it was great having you in. Thanks, Ed. We'll see awesome. you guys in the vault with another killer Bay Area story real soon.